Welcome to Our Morning Take. My name is Frank Johnson. And my name is the one and only Abraham Lawrence Sr. (laughs) And we're here to share the movie in our head with this uh, wonderful story saga about Abram, whose name has now been changed to... His name has been changed now, right? Yeah, Abraham. Abraham. Abraham and Sarah. Yeah, it's official. And we talked about... And it didn't even cost him anything. No. And, you know, uh, we finished up the Lot story about uh, the Mo- the uh, He had two children, Moab and Ammon. And these are, of course, the fathers of the Moabites and the Ammonites. And uh, you were talking to me a little bit off the air about that. Uh, there's a lot to be said about the Moabites and the Ammonites. Oh, yes, absolutely. But let's just go back. Even though I know we talked about it, you know, when we ended the story, but... I don't understand, and we're all guilty of it in some way or another, where God has something for you, but we want to settle for something less than what he's offering us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the results are catastrophic. This is catastrophic, because God is telling him to flee to the mountains. And what does he say? I'd rather just go to this place. It's close. It's small. And look what happens. Yeah. Look what happens. I know. You know, if he wanted you to go here, he would have said, Lot, go here. Mm-hmm. But that's not what he said. Yeah. And uh, so, there, so there you go. We're to uh, Genesis chapter 20 in our saga. And uh, this is kind of just for Abraham and I uh, when we're together by ourselves. We miss uh, Nick. Uh, I think he's a little under the weather. Yes. Talked to Nick a little bit uh, this morning, and, and his shoulder is still bothering him, and so we need to pray for Nick. And do pray for Michael Howard. We had him on earlier in the week, and, uh, you know, all young converts, but especially Michael, because, um, you know, when he preached chapel, I told him after he, uh, a day or two after, I said, just know that the enemy now uh, puts a target on your back. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you can say you're a Christian all you want, and you can, you know, do whatever, but when you start, you start witnessing. When you start sharing the gospel with others, the enemy's got to shut that down. Oh yeah, because you know what? They lost you, but they don't want to be losing nobody else no, through anything you're and, doing. And even you know, I was concerned when he was saying that when he goes to work and he's talking about you know God and everything, and there is nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. at all. But people won't receive it. A lot of them will not. And he's probably going to find that he, he probably needs a, a different job. So we're just going to pray for him. To yes, God absolutely. Will open up something else. Absolutely. But before we go into uh, the whole thing, in yeah, Joshua, this is a weird story. Yeah, it's very weird. So let's just go back <laughs> to um, this whole situation when Lot's daughters they decide that there are no men around. So in their mind, they want to keep the legacy going. So they, uh, everything okay? Yeah, we were just cutting off the other mic because it does pick up. Oh, okay, cool. Interference, wow, yeah. I'm sorry, Abe. No, you're was, fine. You're I, fine. Yeah, I was probably distracting you. No, no, I was just wondering what was going on. Lots of daughters thinking there's not another man on the face of the earth. Yeah. Except yeah. daddy. Yes. Yeah, so That's just weird. That is very bizarre. <laughs> it's, that is yeah. very, very bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. And so they, con- they concoct this uh, thing where they want to get him drunk and then they want him to you know, procreate with them. So the first one has a son and his name is Ben Ami. And I've done some research and that name means son of my people. 
Mm-hmm. Son of my people. And Moab. Is he was actually the first one. one Moab. One of the but, okay. Son of my father mm-hmm. or seed of a father. That's what his name means. Yes. Yeah. That was the firstborn. Yeah. By the first daughter. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> it's just so disturbing. Moabites and the Ammonites, which the Israelites just had nothing but trouble out of yeah, both of those, yeah, along yeah, with the Amalekites, yeah. which God tried his best to get us to destroy all of yeah, them. Yeah, and this just wouldn't go away. Will but, not. I mean, I would just like to try to get them in, in the movie in my head of when Lot realizes after everything that has gone on, what does he say? Like, you know. Why does Lot not come back to Abraham? This is what I'm talking about. Because like, when we get to Genesis 20, I mean. He, he doesn't even come up. Abraham literally just moves out of the area. So, obviously, I think the destruction was so great that Abraham even felt like he needed to move on. But, like. But here's another. Does th- he think Lot's dead? No. Here's another thing. Do you think he knows Lot, lots of Lot? Lot com- say Lot comes to him and he tells him everything. Then Abraham's like, you know what? I should have never even brought you with me in the first place. Well, that's probably true. But I mean, from you know, what we read, I don't think they don't they even ever, bring him up. But they don't even bring him. Yeah, up. I don't think they did. I think Lot, you know, went off to this mountain, and to this day, Abraham, I. I've always thought that Abraham felt like he was probably destroyed because God couldn't find ten righteous people, and and so there you go. And he probably thinks that his, and maybe that bothered Abraham's conscience too that he ever brought Lot with him. Should have never done. Oh, that. I know, I know, it did a hundred percent. So he just had to move completely out of the area. Yep. All right. Let's he journeyed uh, from there towards the land of the Negev, is what it says, which is really just going south, yeah. more in the desert though, settled between Kadesh and Shur. He sojourned in Gerar. Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, "She is my sister." Here we go again. again. I know because Abimelech, man. Abimelech was the king of Gerar. He sent and took Sarah. I mean, but this isn't even like Pharaoh. I mean, yeah, but let's just even. I mean, you know, if you got um, Johnny Cochran back then, technically it is your sister. It is. So you're not really telling the story. It's true. It's it's uh, very technically she's his half sister. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, at, you know, he's not lying. Yeah. But the thing of it is, is uh, he also should have learned his lesson in Egypt. Yeah, and absolutely. He, he still has not. He tries this again. But God, and, and of course, God had revealed to Pharaoh that Sarah was Abraham's wife. And God does the same thing to Abimelech too, doesn't he? Yeah. And even so, let's just be real. You know, we, we want to put Abraham on the hook. But how many times have we done things to get ourselves out of situations and sometimes they weren't always true. Especially if you think you could lose your wife forever. Yeah. Right? Or or whatever you may be losing, whatever it may be. Or your life even. Yeah. You know? So verse 3 says, God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said to him, Behold, you are a mm. dead man because of the woman you have taken, for she is married. Now Abimelech had not come near her. So... Once again, this shows us this Jewish, this uh, actually old age tradition, because this isn't a Jewish tradition, they're not Jews yet, where they feel married even though they have not consummated. It says he's never even come near her. He's not done anything with her, but he has stolen her from Abraham and he has made her his wife, right? Yep. And so that's uh, just so you understand. And I think I'm glad that the Bible tells us this too, that, that he had not had any relations with her. And uh, 
He said, Lord, will you slay a nation even though blameless? Did he not himself say to me, she is my sister, and she herself said, he is my brother? In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands, I have done this. So what a lesson we're about to learn. Because you know what? Abimelech has not done anything physically wrong. But then God said to him in the dream, yes, I know that. In the integrity of your heart, you have done this, and I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. You know, it's funny, but I was just preaching this Sunday. I was talking about the sovereignty of God, and I was saying, if I want to raise my hand, can I raise my hand if God doesn't want me to raise my hand? And I raised my hand. And I said, the only reason that I raised my hand was because God let me raise my hand. God allows everything that happens, and I know that can... Bite us in the butt sometimes too, right, Abraham? Yes, it can. Because you know what? There's a lot of very bad things that happen, and people say, hmm, God allowed that. And you know what? God did allow that because you know what? Nothing happens that God is not aware of. That's right. So even though Abimelech, he thinks he's the guy that's not, I haven't done anything with her. I haven't even touched her. And God says, you haven't touched her because I have not let you touch her. That's right. (laughs) You reckon in his heart? Uh, he had different desires? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But after that dream, I think he changed his mind pretty quick. Like, nah, I'm not going to do that. So we're going to learn some really pretty cool things from Abimelech's life. Even though he's innocent, he's not so innocent. That's right. Come back tomorrow. Tomorrow.